following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, cool people everywhere. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the good times oh. in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And we are live. Hey. Welcome, everybody. We got a great Hi, show everybody. for you. Uh, before we get started, let me enter- tell everybody you can hit the ITV button. And when you hit the ITV button, you're going to see the beautiful redhead in here with us who I'm going to introduce Hi. in a second. And, uh, and you can also join us all in the chat room. And we'll give a shout out to the chat room in a minute. I'm trying so, to sign in on the chat room. There you go. You're working on it. You'll get there. <laughs> so uh, we want to uh, say hey to everybody. Let me start off by introducing my cool co-host, starting off with our cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how's everybody feeling today? I hope you're feeling fine because I feel really good. And this is going to be a fun, fun show. There you go. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Yo, yo, yo. I like that, Ron. That was that was groovy. Yeah, I'm getting to be a radio person now. <laughs> that that was groovy. There you go. We're getting it going What up, on. y'all? I'm learning. Uh, we're all here. We're all happy. And we have a special guest who's going to be a guest and a co-host both today. She's incredibly lovely. Her name's Deirdre Sarego, and she also happens just to, happens to be Ron's daughter. Oh. Yay! Did I do good? <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Did. You did good twice. So she's smoking hot. And if you guys hit the ITV button, you can see us, and we're all waving at you now. There you go. <laughs> so we also want to uh, we want to say hey to everybody in the chat room, especially all of our cool. Uh, oh, you're you're in there. I am fine. Okay. I'm, I'm under Debo. D e e b o. It's there coming up as that. But there you go. That works. So we want to give a shout out to everybody, even including. The other Serego family member who's in the chat room now, Leslie. Leslie my What's beautiful up? sister. Hi, honey. I hey, love you. honey. She's love in boxing hell. <laughs> She'll be coming on the show eventually because she's pushing her, what is it called, Deirdre? I don't know. Her, her blog. Her blog, yeah. For Pinsit or something? I don't no, know. No, she's going to be doing, she's an amazing Pinsit. tabletop artist. There right. you go. And she'll be coming on talking about that Soon. when she's ready. There you go, soon. I'm working on this. So we want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Uh, what's up, everybody? Sherry, Emily, Rebel, Leslie, Ginger Irish. I'm sure the Dean Girl's in there. I don't see her typing anywhere, but I'm sure she's in there. Dean Girl's awesome. I want to give a special shout-out to Dean Girl and Ginger Irish for leading the Get Jimmy Star Show Shorty Award votes. And everybody in the chat room, thank you so much for my email. Not my emails, my Facebook comments. I read them and I answer them. And thank you. There you go. So, so uh, we want to do that again, everybody. We're doing really good. The Shorty Awards got uh, nominated to go for another week, so you have one more week to mm. vote. Vote. You vote. Can go to Jimmy Star. Go to shortyawards.com. Hit at Jimmy Star Show for best web show. We're in eighth place. I think we need about thirty-eight votes to be in seventh place. We should be able to get that, no problem. So please, everybody. Uh, 
Oh, what do I want me to do, Chad? Tell me. I don't you know. can say it loud. I know it sounds funny, right? I'm like breaking up. Yeah, you it's went off short air. now, man. You I went off know. for I... a minute. It's back on. Anyway, come on, Star Team, because I called everybody out there the Star Team. If you vote for Jimmy Star, you're on our team, and we like to win. So come on, everybody. We're a family. We've got to do it. We need those votes. Let's go, team. Also, all go. my Facebook and my Twitter friends and my personal friends. Yeah, you. I'm looking at all y'all. <laughs> Y'all need to go and vote for Deirdre, cute. please. And, well, not for me. Vote for me for the for Jimmy Star Show, of course, obviously. But there you go. I see you, Nicholas. It's so much cute. Nicholas says, "I see you." <laughs> so does my so does my friend Betsy and Michelle. Hey, what's up? Oh, are they in the chat room? Um, I don't know if they're in the chat room, but everybody's texting me. Oh, they're texting me. you. Okay, like, I see you. I see you putting your headphones. Okay, on. Okay, so give so a shout cute. out to like all the people like that you're like oh that you think are going to be out there. At least that you know you're good friends that you got watching in or you're okay. Promoting. Yes, I have Nicholas. I have Dooney. I have Vic. I have Betsy, Michelle is watching, Garen is watching, and then after I want to do some shout outs for all my friends. Yeah, we'll do that. For all have, the businesses we'll do yes, later. They have amazing businesses and I want to um, get them out there. We're doing like all because our personal we, shout outs. So give a personal well, one. Say hi we're, to somebody. We're a show that helps everybody. If you're our friend, we support you. I always support the Bucks County Playhouse. I'll be doing it every week forever because I want that playhouse to stay and be the incredible place that it is for all wonderful people performances of great great plays and musicals and actually in may is it in may yes may 24th is the premiere night and jimmy and i are going and they are opening up with mame Mame, auntie mame starring andrea mccardle with anybody who like is familiar with broadway andrea mccardle is the original annie who has like got the greatest voice ever i'm so excited and may we're gonna have her coming on the show i'm very very excited because like i'm always into into all that like Broadway y stuff. So if you're in the Pennsylvania area of Bucks County, go to 70 Main Street, New Hope, Pennsylvania, or call 215 862 2121 and get your tickets now. 5750 for the front and 39 for middle and rear. It's a great the house. Every seat is, a, is definitely a fifth row center seat. No matter where you sit, you hear and see, and the performances are fabulous. So go to the Bucks County Playhouse, and whoever May twenty fourth. And whoever guessed Dylan is says hello from New York, Deirdre and Dad. Hi, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan. Dylan. Oh, Dylan, Dylan, you're. Is this, is this Dylan Perry's Perry's uh, Perry's grandson, Dylan? Dylan, no way. That's only Dylan. Anyway, if say hey, are, Dylan. Just say hey to Dylan. Hey, Dylan. <laughs> Hi, Dylan. If it's you, Dylan, Jimmy, hi, can you how do me a favor? Nick yeah. can't. Um, he doesn't know how to get in the chat room. Can you tell okay, how to, to get in the in? chat room, here's how you do it. Chad, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you log on to W4CY.com, all you have to do is look to the bottom right part of your screen, and you'll see a couple gray tabs. On the right, the right tab, you click on it once with the, uh, and then you can sign in through Facebook and other ways, or you can just make up your own crap. And uh, if you want to start chatting with the rest of the crowd, Go one over to the W4CY radio chat, main chat right there over there, and you can join everyone else. Or click on ITV to see our beautiful faces. Yes. Oh, Dylan <laughs> is my friend Michelle Marzano. That's who it is. Oh, hi, Dylan. <laughs> hi, Michelle. Oh, so you can change your name too, Michelle, if you want. If you want to change from guest Dylan to Michelle, there is a way to do it. Welcome. We want to welcome all the new people in the chat room, everybody listening. we got a great show for you today. Great show. Right now we're going to be Skyping in a second with Barbie Wilde, who is the female Cenobite from Hellraiser 2, who has a new book out called The Venus Complex. 
And uh, and then we're going to be talking with Deirdre about dating and internet dating. It's going to oh. be a lot of fun. And then after that, we're going to have Matthew Modine calling in, and it's going to be a fantastic show. We want to thank everybody for coming on and listening and giving a shout-out. And right now, we're going to start out by calling Barbie Wild. Let's see how it goes. Barbie, go ahead. Is she there? <laughs> no. Barbie Wild. She's practicing. Oh. Barbie. Hello. Hey, Barbie, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi, how are you? I am so fantastic, and oh, wow, we can hear you loud and clear. Good, welcome to the show. Before we get started, I want to introduce you to my co-hosts. Okay. Starting off with the cool man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, Barbie, I want to know all about the film you made with George Clooney. Then we have a guest co-host today who's actually one of our guests who's also co-hosting. She's lovely. She's beautiful. She's Ron's daughter. And her name is Deirdre Sarego. Hi, everybody. Hi, Barbie. It's such a pleasure to speak with you. Hi, Deirdre. Deirdre or Deirdre? Deirdre. Deirdre. Yeah. Okay. Or or we can pronounce it like we do in Italy. Deirdre. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's how I. That's why I named her Deirdre. And then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Barbie. I'm really kin. <laughs> what are you doing later? <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. That's a great voice you got there. Right? Doesn't he have a good so There's a big room of people. Yeah, well, you got to see what Chad looks like. The voice does nothing for what he's a big, yeah, hulky, butch-looking, <laughs> muscle-bound, handsome, sexy guy. Well, so, the, so the voice does him good. I'm sure he scores no matter where he goes. Yeah, he's cute. You're cute. Oh, Thank you. Married though, right? Thank you. They've all been paid. <laughs> yes. And I mean, he, had, he has a girlfriend that he's been with forever. That's right. Love her. There you he go. Loves her. What's her name? Tell everybody. What's Heather Burkett. There you go. Heather Burkett. Everybody. And she's so. a singer, and they both sing, and they appear all over South Florida. Tell us about that, Jack. Man, Ron, Ron does his homework, huh? You bet your buns I do. We do. We make I'm just, beautiful I'm just music. overwhelmed by the beauty of your voices. There you go. Thank we like you. that. You're the cool crowd, right? We are yeah, the cool crowd. Cool, so. We're the cool and crowd. You're in Florida, so you, you must be warmer than I am at the moment. So you have to tell everybody where now, where are we talking to you from? I know where we're talking to you from, but everybody else wants to know. I'm actually in northern France. Oh, oh actually, I didn't know that. <laughs> excuse me. I hate you. I really hate you. You're in the north of France. Excuse me. No, I mean, it sounds much more romantic than it is. But, of course, you know, I'm actually based in London for most of the time. I love that. At London, England. And the weather is terrible there, too. I've been in north of France, and I'd be there in a blizzard, a snowstorm, I don't, an earthquake. I don't care. <laughs> Better than swampy Florida with the stinking humidity. It's horrible down here. <laughs> Oh, no. It really oh, no, is. You're killing my beautiful thoughts of no. trees. Really it's nice to visit. It's a great place to visit. You might not like to live it, but it is a great place to visit. So, Do you have wavy hair? Because it'll be very kinky down here. <laughs> no, I don't. In two minutes, you can I have like an afro. You can have no, an afro in a minute. I actually have been in Florida. Of course, I met Jimmy at Spooky Empire that's right. uh-huh. in 2008. Uh-huh. You're right. Isn't he, isn't he the best? And she's fabulous. Isn't Jimmy wonderful? It was it was a great fun. Of course, I used to actually come there. For, I used to go to. Oh no, where's the t- Naples? Naples. Naples is nice. Yeah. Beautiful Naples. Naples, Naples is like a resort area, so that's like super nice. In February, can I can I be the first one to ask Bobby the question? I'm dying to know. What is sure. George Clooney like when you worked with him? Did you have scenes with him? Did you kiss him? Did you happen to see him <laughs> naked getting dressed anywhere on the set? Do tell. <laughs> I love him. I think he's, he's the sexiest man too. in the world. 
I think well, you know, it's, it's so tragic because, you know, I often wonder, why does George Clooney never talk about From Dusk Till Dawn? Because I loved him in that Great movie. film. But he, great, he never great talk, film. talks about that. You can imagine why he would talk about Grizzly 2. Yeah, he's not going to talk about that one. <laughs> Did you have scenes with him? No, I didn't. He was in the forest be- being killed by the bear. Oh. <laughs> but there was no bear. Oh. There was no um, bear. It was really a per- – I never saw yeah, Grizzly 2. Did well, you get no, to meet him? It, it was never re, it was never released. <clears throat> unfinished is the holy grail of unfinished, unreleased horror. They they their bits have been surfacing in DVDs and on YouTube and stuff. You can see the bit where he gets attacked by the bear, but the bear was stuck in the workshop in Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> so so bear to work so he does a lot of waving his arms and screaming it's with hilarious no with Lorna, Laura Dern and um, he, Charlie the, Sheen the love, oh my God, the Charlie love scene Sheen. was between him Winning. and Laura Dern right, right, right. and meanwhile Char- Charlie Sheen was running around screaming and then also get killed by the bear they all got oh. killed by oh the that's bear. so cool they all got killed by the bear in a movie that didn't really have a bear did you ever get to, <laughs> did, did you ever get to meet George no, unfortunately, we weren't in the same scenes. He might have been lurking um, at the, you know, when we were doing our um, uh, big concert scenes uh, in front of a, a crowd of thousands of puzzled Hungarians uh, because they brought in Nazareth to do this heavy metal concert. And oh, then wow. Nazareth walked on sta- off stage. And then the, ba- the movie band came on and did a few numbers over and over again. And so this heavy metal crowd were going, who are these poncy people <laughs> in fancy leather and mirrored costumes running around on stage? But we never got killed by the bear, which is, that's the positive. The bear, the bear was in Budapest relaxing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was at an event once with George Clooney and I saw him. The only thing that was a little difficult was he's shorter than I thought he yeah. was, which most celebrities are. But I must tell you, he is breathtakingly, magnificently sexy and gorgeous. He and his eyelashes and his eyes and his smile and his gentle ways makes him probably the Cary Grant of today. Oh, he is. It's, we ju- I just watched Ocean's 13 last mm-hmm. night. And I just thought uh, there was one little moment when he had a, a big mustache and he had black hair. He was, you know, uh, in costume or undercover or something. And I would, got even looking ridiculous with his big musti- mustache. He looks fabulous. Mm-hmm. So, now he's he's great. But it's funny because this was during his like Roseanne period, Grizzly, and he had the very long floppy hair which he had when he was playing Roseanne's sister's boyfriend mm-hmm. in Roseanne. And as soon as he got that fabulous haircut for um, ER, right? you know, it was like, it was the reser- re- reverse, um, oh, what's the biblical hero who got his haircut? Samson. Samson, reverse Samson effect. It's like he oh cut his God, hair and became a star. <laughs> be- be- because Hedy Lamar was in the movie with oh. <laughs> Samson and Delilah, and I saw it when I was like four or five or ten or twenty. I don't 20. think you were born yet. No, that's so funny. But I saw so, the film. So one thing I forgot to do, Barbie. Can you just give a shout out to everybody in the chat room? Because we always have. Uh, we always say hey to everybody in the chat room, so let's uh, like do that, and then we'll go go move forward. But we want everybody in the chat room to hear a hello from you. Hello to everybody in the chat room. There you go, and uh, and it's um, <laughs> it's 
We have a lot of people. 21 <laughs> there's, people. Hi, There's a lot of people, people in there for right now. Yeah, we're doing really right good. On. Lots of people are coming on all day long. So now we're going to like tell everybody who you are since we went right into like a movie that nobody's ever been able to see. <laughs> <laughs> and since nobody saw Grizzly 2, but lots of people, especially horror people, did see you in Hellraiser 2, yes. where you play the female Cenobite, of which, for me, uh, I think that's like the most iconic series of all the different horror movie series. It's definitely my favorite one. Um, and I, I've uh, hung out with all of you guys that are in it. It's fabulous. And, and uh, so I'm very excited. So let's talk for just a minute or two about being a Cenobite in Hellraiser 2. I'm sure. amazed at how beautiful you look, shaven head with sp- spokes coming out of it and weird makeup. You look like a Vogue model running the runways because that's what they look like today. They're all bald with spears <laughs> and they, and they deliberately hell. now trip well, and fall. I mean, it, these are the – normally people do always ask, but um, you know, how long was it in the makeup? And I was sitting there for four hours mm-hmm. while my wonderful makeup artists were very patient with me because – I'm a bit of a chatterbox, and you're not supposed to talk when they're putting this stuff on you, and it's really uncomfortable, and I'm a bit of a complainer. So <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a... You're just Hollywood, honey. That's all. We're all it like was, that. It was, it's a bit of an experience, but the, the interesting thing is, is when you look in the mirror after you've had all this makeup put on, mm-hmm. and you're bald, and you have these fake cheekbones and mm-hmm. the wound in your throat held open by this strange jewelry, you know, it does, in many ways, inform your performance. And it was... Uh, but for a woman, it is strange to see you, you see mm-hmm. yourself like that because so much is to do with your hair and, and things like that. We're looking at you right now on the screen in this role, in that makeup, and it's absolutely awesome. No, thank you. I love it. And, and Hellraiser is because it is my favorite. I mean, I have everything. I have all the doll. I have everything. All the oh, movies, yeah. all the dolls. I have all everything from it. I freaking like love it. And for me, it's like the most iconic series in the horror movie world. And it, um, it has made like an identity that everybody like knows you from everywhere you go. And so like I just think it's a really cool thing. And I think also the one thing that like I think that like you have been in the entertainment industry for a long time and you've done so many cool things that like a lot of people in the horror world probably don't know about. And so I thought we would talk about that for a minute, and then we'll go back to your new book, The Venus Complex. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. But I do, I do want to say that I'm not one of those grumpy actors who just gets really unhappy about the fact that I might be known for, for one thing. I, I just feel very grateful that I was in a project that was written by or conceived by a, Clive Barker, who is a genius and an imaginative Amazing person, and I love the fact that fans appreciate the Cenobites because, you know, they're kind of unusual and different and weird. And cool. <laughs> so it's great. It's wonderful. But Actually, yes. you know, the year after you were at Spooky Empire, I don't know if it was a year after or two years after, probably two years after, I think it was 2011, uh, Clive Barker was there at Spooky Empire. And uh, he was one of the guests, and it was phenomenal because he was promoting a book, and he actually came to the room, you know, like everybody comes to the room looking at clothes and everything, and he stayed in my room for like six hours telling us stories about everything like around, and it was the coolest, funnest experience ever. I had such a blast. He was such a cool guy. He made me in my own little drawing. Uh, in his book, you know, and his artwork is phenomenal. And so, like, for for me being such a horror movie fan, like, it was probably, like, the best experience with, you know, of anything in the horror world I've ever, like, experienced. I had such a great time 
I treasure I the book. It, Actually, I have the really book sad. under glass. I keep missing him because he was supposed to be at Monster Mania last year, and, and um, he couldn't make it because he wasn't feeling well enough. And it's sad. I'd love to meet up with, with Clive again because, um, you know, I don't think I would have gotten the attention my book is, has received so far if I'd just been known as as the girl who taught a hand puppet called Sooty how to be a robot. Right. Or a bit- <laughs> <laughs> or dance with Morecambe and Wise in a pink clown suit. I mean, all the other weird things I've done in my career. Um, because I was able to play sort of this iconic figure. It, it's down to Clive, his imagination. So I'm really hoping that this year is going to be is the 25th anniversary of Hellbound. I'm really hoping that maybe we can Get hook up at a convention That would be terrific. This year. Now, if I want to see you performing, where can I go? Either on film or live. Oh, well, live, um, I don't really do performing as an actress anymore, but I do appear at conventions. I haven't got my schedule yet, but a lot of things are up on my YouTube channel. Okay. Um, <laughs> Barbie Wild. Are you having a book signing in the United States? And at the moment, um, I'm, I'm not, but I will probably be doing that this year at, at one of the conventions because I'm, I'm sort of planning my schedule out at the moment. So that's as soon as I f- do that, I, it'll be up on my website, barbiewall.com. Good. So we'll be so able I'm to find you. Great. I'll always have books with me. Good. So here's what we're going to do then. We'll talk about the book real quick. First of all, if anybody who wants to uh, – to find out more about Barbie Wilde, can go to her website. It's it's www.barbiewilde.com. She has a new book. It's getting rave reviews. It's called The Venus Complex, mm-hmm. and it's got a quote on the back who, by uh, Paul Kane, who's an award-winning horror and fantasy writer. And I just like the quote a lot because he compares you to such incredibly great things. Uh, in the horror world, it says, As intelligent and cultured as Hannibal, easily as disturbing as American Psycho, and infinitely less reassuring than Dexter, this is a sexually charged, real-life horror story that will definitely stay with you. So I have to say, I just got this book in the mail two days ago, and I have not read it yet. I haven't read it. I, bl- I breezed through it all, so I don't want to like lie. But I read all the reviews on it, and all the reviews are fabulous, so everybody needs to go and get it. I'm not a horror Thank lover. <laughs> I'm a horror lover. I actually started to read a few pages. I did And too. I even said to Jimmy and Daddy, I said, right. this is really good. I like how you did it. I like how it's each entry. And each entry is a different, I don't want to give stuff away, but each each entry is a fantasy side. Well, not really fantasy. But no, I scammed through it too. And I'm not a horror person, <laughs> but I skimmed through it. And I really like some of the pieces it's that I was reading. Thinking. So I, want, I will read it when I have a chance. <laughs> Well, when thank you. Be. Thank yeah. you. I think the, the thing, uh, one of the questions that a uh, reviewer asked was, um, uh, there's a moral dichotomy that readers feel because he rants about politics and the human condition and all these things and television. And it's very much from the viewpoint of a guy living in upstate New York, you know, and who decides to become a serial killer. But, you know, he said, the, we feel so much sympathy for Michael's um, viewpoint and, and then he guns this killer and stuff. And I was, I said, you feel sympathy because I thought that would alienate people. There are obviously, there's a lot of angry people out there who may agree with his viewpoint about how crazy things are at well, the moment. Look at the but, guy that's um, killing those cops. Sorry? 
the one that's killing all the police She's officers. She's in France. She might not know about that. Oh, you don't that. know about that? Oh, 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 yeah, of we, course I do. Okay, yeah, I'm in France. Just Talk because about I'm in nut. France doesn't mean I'm not connected to the outside world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Jimmy, you know. No, no, <laughs> you got to be in Jimmy's world for a while. Of course, all this stuff that, that's the, you know, the violence and this Terrible. guy obviously had some issues. And Absolutely. Taking three years to get angry about yeah. this, this mm-hmm. thing, it seems very strange. Obviously... There was a inciting incident, as they say, because I think he broke up with his girlfriend quite recently. But I don't know the circumstances, obviously. But it's it's terrible. Um, that's why it's it's good to to watch movies and read books and get your anything angsty out that way, rather than taking well, the law into your own it, hands or it, whatever he felt he was doing. It reinforces your character in your book to being believable. That there are crazy That's, people out there that do crazy things. Yeah. Well, you know, this, years is, ago it was this called is what fiction. I wanted to achieve with the book. I did a lot of research. I talked to a um, homicide detective in Man- at the Manhattan Police Precinct, which is Harlem, and he'd just come off a serial killer case. And so that was fascinating. And I've talked to forensic psychologists, and a lot of people helped me you know, research this book. And um, also a very dear friend of mine, uh, because I'm also exploring his sexual mindscape, if you like, because a lot of the books that I've read about serial killers never explore that. And I also wanted to do a why done it instead of a who done it. No, just don't make them gay because they always kill us off or make gay people look like murderers and wackos or cross-dressing, knife-stabbing lunatics. Well, you know, that's the other thing is that what <laughs> most serial killers are heterosexual white males. Good, good. We love it. <laughs> we love it. No, that's why, you know, I love Thomas Harris and I loved his, his first book, Red Dragon, so much because you got the background um, of uh, Francis Dollarhide. But in the second book, you didn't. It was just this, this guy who was a bit crazy and he did all these things and it was done very effectively. But... I, I always want to know more about the why, and I try to keep it as realistic as possible, which I, I read a, the biographies about, oh, goodness, 40 or 50 serial killers to keep it as truthful as possible. So you know your stuff. I'm sure it's going to be a great book, and I can't wait to get into it. I'm going up to a New Hope in about a week, and I will read it on the plane. I'm sure it's a okay. two-and-a-half-hour read, right? <laughs> well, a friend of mine, I read it on a plane journey. It's it's actually a pretty fast read. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So let's tell tell everybody though. Okay, so like Barbie Wilde's great new book, The Venus mm-hmm. Complex. Where do we go to get it? And how much? It's, it's on Amazon. Okay. It's, uh, as a paperback and as a Kindle, Barnes and Noble, all the sort of major online book stuff. You can order it online. Okay. That's where you get it. So. And how is it priced? Oh, I think it's priced different prices all over the in, world. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about ooh. Canada, Canada, Canada is usually US, more than This is a US, US. copy. Yeah, I think it's 1495. Oh, it's worth it. Yeah. So worth it too. Worth, so worth it. 15 bucks for that read, you better believe yeah, it. Definitely. And it's got yeah, a great picture of you and the, about so the author. It's much more reasonable if you download it on Kindle. Ooh. But um I I prefer Paperback books. I smell I books. Like as well, I like so. the smell of books. The smell and the feel of the I feathering of the pages. I don't want to do it on. So While we're on incredible. now, too, we want to give a shout out to Slipstream Radio in the UK because they just joined the Hi, chat room. Uh, Barbie Slipstream Radio is one of our uh, one of our syndicates. The show this show will actually re-air Saturday in England. And, oh, fantastic! Uh, and Jeez, so, mate. 
So we're yeah. like waving, and they're we all saying you. hello. So we're saying hey. So let's. So everybody needs to go and order the Venus Complex. Go to Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Check out more about Barbie at barbiewild.com. I just want to have one other like talk about you because this is something I didn't know about you, and I read it on Wikipedia. Actually, believe it or not, on your Wikipedia, and and that is that you like used to like host different shows where you mm-hmm. interviewed rock stars, and that's like totally my alley. Like that's yeah, my that's, thing. That's that was. Um, uh, I people always say, "Oh, you've had such an interview, interesting career," you know, as if I planned it. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, basically, doors would open, and I'd go through. And there was the presenting thing, or as they say over in the UK, i.e., hosting a program and interviewing people. And and that was wonderful. That was for a program, mostly for a program called Hold Tight. And I interviewed um, Cliff Richard, Iggy Pop. Um, Lisa Stansfield. I read Lisa Stansfield. I love I Lisa Stansfield. Love her. She is she so awesome. Really great, great gal. The B fifty twos were totally B-52s. cool. Um, I also there read just that a you, lot of uh, people read, who were very big at that time. I read that you interviewed Sisters of Mercy and Jimmy Somerville from Bronsky Beat, and I, I love, love Bronsky Beat. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my ears. My my headphones. Well, Jimmy and I have so much in we common. We have like, oh. so much in common. Oh. That is I like have the that on my iPod. Thing. I do too. Shh, I'm buzzing. My ears <laughs> just went. Oh my god, I got buzzing. Like I think that is the coolest buzzing. thing Jimmy, ever. So sweet. Jimmy Can I say something studio. before? Hang on, hang on, let her finish. Our makeup, our makeup lady had sort of, um, I don't know, decamped or what. She'd gone off, and so I had to put makeup on him. It was so sweet. I've actually done that quite a lot in my life is that, you know, all of a sudden we're doing some shot somewhere and there's no makeup lady. And so I went, oh, I've always got makeup with me. So I was patting him down and giving a bit of a powder. And also Roger Taylor of Queen. And, um, and then for another show, Nicolas Cage and Hugh Grant. Um, no, they're, they're all, for the most part, everybody's always really sweet. Unbelievably professional. Johnny Rotten was Ooh, just as professional. Pistols, I would love to have met I Johnny Rotten. I actually, in L.A., saw him and Minnie Driver when they were, think, dating, I believe, and or they were just there for dinner outside, and they were sharing a cigarette, and I was out there, and I was eavesdropping on their conversation. <laughs> that's, that's my daughter, Deirdre. That would be me. But her sister would He's bring old. a date I home. I didn't make it obvious. But when, when her sister Leslie would bring a date home, they'd make out in the flower room, oh, which had a skylight. And Deirdre could go out her bedroom window and go onto the roof and yes, look through the I skylight. Often. And she did often, and she blackmailed her sister to do laundry, everything for her, <laughs> not to squeal to her Italian strict daddy, me. That's hilarious. So that's Deirdre, the, the spy. I want to say something, Barbie. This is something I have absolutely never in my life said to anyone that we've interviewed because I don't like to make one person stand out. You are by far the best interview I have done in a long time. You're wonderful. You speak well. You're interesting. You don't drag the lines. And I love this interview. I'm enjoying it 110%. Ron, we lost Barbie. Let's Barbie. call her back. God, that was such a great thing to say. Oh, she's got to hear that because she oh. is an awesome interview. She's, oh, she's got fabulous. personality. She, I love the way she speaks. She's eloquent. She's, no, she's she's a, she's on a, a point. Fabulous. She doesn't keep talking about the same thing. She's a fabulous. She knows she knows when to come in and when to go out. She's great. 
Oh, that's so much we fun. Is, hey, Barbie, oh, we, we lost you. Yeah. Hi. Did you hear anything about the compliment I gave you? <laughs> I want you. Ron's going to no, start all. He's going to start all over again because he said the nicest thing ever. Well, right? We were like all, and then it was dead air afterwards, and then then Chad was like, "Yeah, we lost. It, we lost her." <laughs> it comes from it comes from my professional heart. Okay, I had a TV show in California where I interviewed the greatest legends of Hollywood, from Jane Russell to Tab Hunter to everybody. Okay, I have interviewed yeah. so many people in my life. I don't do this because. I don't like to single anyone out as better than another. But I feel that I've got to tell you, you are a fabulous interview. I would interview you anytime. You're interesting. You don't drag on the same subject. You're charming. Your voice is delightful. You're a sweetie pie. I'm enjoying this interview tremendously. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's well, it? I, I no kisses? <laughs> no kisses? No big, no big kisses? Sounding insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You're really good. You're a great interview. But I would like a kiss or something. A little mm. Good. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you. So we want to tell everybody else then also to go back out. Go out and order the Venus Complex. You can get it on Amazon or Barbizon. Uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Barbizon. Or Kindle. For, for Kindle. Kindle. Get it for Kindle, everybody. Um, if you want to find out more about Barbie Wild, you can go to BarbieWild.com. She's also uh, going to be making convention appearances. You, do you post a schedule of your convention appearances on your website when you have it s- situated, Barbie? Absolutely, absolutely. I also have a, a great uh, one-page feature in Fangoria this month about my writing, and there's a lovely interview in it as well. And also Screen Magazine in the UK is doing a feature and interview and review and stuff. So it's, it's you know, the press is rolling along, and absolutely, I, I post, you know, appearance schedule anytime anything comes up. It's up on the sort of breaking news page. There you go. So everybody go to BarbieWild.com okay. and check it out. And if you write as well as you speak, trust me, this is going to be an interesting book. There you oh, go. thank you. So, Barbie, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We appreciate it. I'm, I'm sure we're going to see you at some conventions this year. Looking forward to it. Me too. Good luck with the book, and we will stay in touch. And anytime you've got anything you want to promote, please let us know, and we'll bring you back. Gladly. Oh, gladly. Right. Thank you very much. It's been a delight talking to all of you. Thanks, Bye, Barbie. Barbie. Have a good My one. My pleasure, Barbie. You Have a great too. day, okay. baby. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. She is really good. She is. She's I enjoyed that. I mean, I got so much out of her. The information. I really. She's clear. She's fast. She's a fabulous interviewer. This is how they used to be, do the stars years ago. You know, the great st- legends of Hollywood. They were all trained in, in, on interviewing, and they were brilliant. Well, she's got so class and style. You totally got this radio thing down. Before the show, everybody Ron was like, I'm just going to ask her about George Clooney, and I won't know anything else to say. <laughs> and then you didn't have any problems. See, look how well, happy you were. Well, I'm happy because she's not a young rock and roller that I have no idea. Like that poor boy that was on that I kept screwing up his name, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> Blair Lavoie. Blair Lavoie. I mean, who's got a name? Blair Lavoie. I told him, if you came to my neighborhood, we'd beat the hell out of you. Daddy calls Beyonce Bouncy. Bouncy. I mean, these people, where they get their names from? Our day, Loretta Young, Barbara Easy names, you know, Joan Collins, uh, Grace Kelly. Today, Upachapa, Lipotupo. I mean, they all got these friggin' names that who knows who come. I don't know who they are. Latisha, Latusha, La Macha, La Bupa. Come on with these names. You know, Joan, Mary, John, Frank. Those are the names I like. There you go. So we want to again say hey to everybody in the chat room. If you're just joining us now, you can actually uh, hit the ITV button at the top of your screen, and we will. And you can see all of us waving. Watch my pretty face, everybody. Oh, and, uh, and she's, she's, right. she's my daughter. She's gorgeous, and they <laughs> and both. She's my daughter. <laughs> and actually, believe it or not, she probably gets quick dressed quicker than you do. Yes, I do. And look actually. how beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> when I had hair and makeup to do. 
Well, I get dressed quickly. When I used to do Jane Russell impersonating Oh, that took drag, you forever. It oh. used to take me three hours yeah. to go from this big burly guy to a beautiful feminine woman. One day we have to really now show my headshot. Now you just headshot. go. We, will sh- oh, we have to show that. I forgot to say yeah, that. Show my yeah, headshot. headshot. incredible. Because you will not believe that I could become Jane Russell, my sweetheart, who I loved and adored, and who I, was my dear friend. Yes, Ken. He's so I am beautiful. He's so pretty. <laughs> no way. Yes way. So everybody, what we're going to do. Hi, Ken Pettigrew. Uh, hey, oh, Ken's in there. Ken's Ken, in there? Ken, Ken. Ken's like, Ron, is that your daughter? No way. Yeah, Ken, Ken, I've been reading you on my Facebook, and I agree with everything you're saying. Absolutely, Ken. You and I really think alike. Hey, everybody, check out, too, Ken Pettigrew. He's also an awesome radio host. You can go to KenPettigrew.com to check out his show. It's uh, every night, Monday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Ken, what's up? Happy to see you in there. And, and yes, my, that's his daughter. That's my that's my stepdaughter, so no yeah. no dirty and Ken, things. Ken, 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 <laughs> Keep Ken, it clean. Ken, listen to me. Ken, Ken, honey, sweetheart, baby doll, Ken. Marry her. Give me a grandchild. I've got money. He's got a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend. <laughs> well, maybe we could find a boyfriend for her and she'll leave you and then you could marry my daughter. How's that? <laughs> so well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a three-minute break, everybody, and we're going to come back. And when we come back, we're going to start talking about internet dating. Are we going to play love. my song? What we're going to do right my now is playing my song. We're going to play my song. the sexy bitch dance, everybody. So everybody, oh, we get dancing. Here we go. Monarchy Records release, everybody. It's available now on iTunes, Amazon, everywhere you love go. Love it. Plug in Orlando Napier. The name of the song is Pointless. Do They're playing dance? that on all I the do. different radio oh, shows. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And so check it out. This go. is Pointless by Orlando Napier. Sexy bitch dance time. Woo! Best dance. I love this song. I love this Uh-oh, song. Oh, it's not working. Why didn't it play? Why, why aren't we working? Okay, there we go. Where this point is, baby Yeah, yeah, it's true You got to I sit back Realize you're gonna die Get off your couch And stop living your damn life This time flies Then the grim reaper Don't arrive You can't escape fate So staring straight in the eyes What you been doing lately? What you gonna have to do today? I'm gonna hitchhike To the USA I'm gonna get back To West LA I'm gonna Constant state of disparity, my indifference was my trick for ignoring reality. Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose their intensity. The oxygen is sitting away and blowing a Hennessy. Cause like a kitten, couldn't feel my extremities. There wasn't a woman around who would consider having me. In a state of physical and mental calamity, I given up hope until I finally found serenity. What you been doing lately? What you going Jump back, kiss my own white ass I'm gonna take the world in a bed I'm gonna grab this life I got, yeah. Well, I know 
I love that song. I love that song. I love that it. I love, love so it. so good. That is like the best dance song that's out today. It just really makes you rock and roll. I can't wait to like go to some place and bring it along. And you know what? Nicole Higgins' birthday. Oops. Oh. I think I just did something terrible. Oh, Debbie, I think you did. Oh, I think <laughs> I'm going to be Mel. killed. Oh, no, you're not yet. Yeah. No, you know no, anything. Hey. My friend Nicole Hickabod. <laughs> My friend cream. Nicole Hickabod. She's from Mars also. And she's having a 90th birthday party. Nicole Hickabod, 90th birthday party. I can't blow it. I'll be Leslie killed. Leslie just said shut up. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, Leslie. All right, everybody. Leslie, Robin, uh-oh. I'm sorry. Oh, there you go, Robin. Now you're really giving away. Well, hopefully Nicole's not on. She's not listening today because school. They have no. They have school stuff, and she's involved with all kinds of church and school crap. So anyway, we got to give some other shout-outs too in this chat because I saw Leslie Neverez in there, and I don't know if I mentioned it or we always want to make sure we're mentioning everybody in there. So what's up? What's up? Let it go already, Leslie Sarego says, and I agree with it. (laughs) Leslie, how's that? Are you in packing hell? So everybody in the chat room, we hope you're having a good time. We're having I have a good to sign time. Back in. I now we have um, unplugged my oh. laptop. I, I feel terrible. I'm sad. Well, I'm, okay, just gonna, it, I'm just going to. I'm just going to slump. Just drop it. You're fine. Nobody even knows what you're talking about. Let's exactly. Who cares? You guys will find out one of these days what we're la, talking la, about. La, in the la, meantime, la, 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 in the meantime, we're having a really good time. We want to give a shout out to everybody and. Uh, um, and Barbie Wilde just tweeted to us, which is cool. Now, now uh, our next guest in is actually our co-host, me, Deirdre yes. Serego. She's super smoking hot. She's Ron's daughter. I'm telling you, the whole family has great genes. It's unbelievable. Yes, we do. If, if Ron and I had a baby, it would be so gorgeous because I got Ron, I would like have me. Ron's genes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but who would, who would have the baby, Jim? Um, well, neither. Unfortunately, neither one of us can. Well, it would be very hard passing a baby through the peepee hole. <laughs> It would be next to impossible. We'd have to be cesarean. <laughs> yes. Because there's no way we, we don't have we don't have the tools or the we don't have the machinery to make a baby first. You're of right, all. we don't. So. so let's just keep it this way, okay? That you have a great baby. That you have great no. I mean let's, great. Let, let's keep it this way that you are barren. You're a barren man. Okay. I'm not though, because I have two stepdaughters. You have two stepdaughters as I and these super are my real, these are my real daughters, you know. Deirdre is my I made her. I didn't buy oh, her or rent on, her. Let them all know I was adopted. <laughs> I, 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 my wife, my ex-wife, and I made her, and my daughter Leslie. The, both are, my stepdaughters are gorgeous, Leslie and Deirdre. They're and gorgeous. They're my hundred percent blood children. And Leslie, I mean, and, and Deirdre now has been internet dating, and we thought we'd talk a little bit some about how much fun internet dating is, and what do you think about it, and what are some of the better sites, and what are the sites? I mean, I've seen some of the creepy things people sent you. Oh yeah. <laughs> And Deirdre is an actress, so, you know, if anybody out there is looking to cast a beautiful redhead. <laughs> used to be, but that's okay. Oh, she used to be. She's looking for a husband now. Huh? <laughs> husband. <laughs> She's looking for a boyfriend, a husband, well, anybody. I can't seem to get a date. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can yeah. get arrested, but I can't get You're a date. You're ugly. You can get dates with, like, terrible people. You oh, can't well, you have to see cool what, what, no offense. Well, I shouldn't really. Yeah, I could talk trash, but <laughs> you should see what, like, contacts me. I mean, really. <laughs> One looked like he was from the Scary. Planet of the Apes. One had like like three teeth <clears throat> and was like 400 pounds. And I was like, really? <laughs> see, but see, even like Ron, Ron used to do internet dating. And like mm-hmm. he didn't really like hook up with anybody great mm-hmm. until he found me in the mall. No, Jimmy picked me up in the mall. <laughs> yeah, right. Jimmy found you in the mall. And I told him, get lost, creep, before I knock you on your butt. You know, get lost. I'm no pickup because yeah, I'm a good up. guy. But I dated a guy who said that he was the CEO of a company and he was terrific and chic and fabulous and from Palm Beach and blah, 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 blah. And when I met him, he was like a, I don't know, street cleaner or something. I don't know what he was. That, didn't, that didn't matter, but he was a jerk and he was an alcoholic. Which and one? The one that 
that almost threw me off the bar stool. Oh, that he knocked cool. me off That's a bar stool because he, he said to me his name was, I won't give his name, but it was a three-part Irish name that he was very proud of. And he kept throwing the name at me and throwing the name at me. And I said, what the hell is that all about? Am I supposed to know who you are? And he then made a very vulgar remark about his crotch uh, that I should take a peek because everybody – and I just said, you know what? Take a powder, you schmuck. Get lost, idiot. And he – pushed me off the bar stool and I grabbed him by the neck and I said, you are so lucky that I have gone to anger management and I've learned to control my temper because if it was me five years ago, I'd rip your friggin' lungs out and shove them up your ass. Now get the <laughs> f- away from me. I and I left. You, have you guys seen, there's a commercial on TV I don't know anybody in the chat room seen it. I don't even know what it advertises because I don't know, but it's a lady talking to a dude about she heard something on the internet and everything on the internet is real. If you see it on the internet, it's real. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's... Is and that, my boyfriend, and that, boyfriend comes Paris. up is and he's a Christ French model. Yeah. And oh, no. Like, Bonjour. <laughs> no, but then she said... No, it's super funny because she's talking to the guy and she says, everything you see on the internet is real. And real. then she says, I have a date now with my boyfriend. He's a French supermodel and this really ugly, hairy guy comes up and goes, Bonjour. No, goes, Bonjour. <laughs> oh, no, that's true. I can't tell you how many dates that I've gone on and the picture must have been from 10 years ago. Oh, I have a funny one. So I'm on. I, I, mean, I was living in L.A. and I forgot which one, um, which dating website I was on. But I look at a, at a picture and it's my friend's husband. Jonathan, <laughs> this kidding. actor, this actor named Jonathan, and it's Jonathan's headshot. But it wasn't really him. It's not really okay, him. Good. So I go to his website and I email him and I tell him very nicely that he's got a pair of balls the size of Texas. I said because you're using my friend's headshot, who happens to be an actor. I said I'm friends with Jonathan, with Jonathan and his wife. So I called up Katie and I said, Katie, go to this website. It's not Jonathan, but there's Jonathan's headshot. And she was like, No way. So she goes there, she sees it, and then. Jonathan and Katie then contacted the guy, and sure enough, that was taken down immediately. Would you have the balls? I'm like, dude, if you're going to actually, pick somebody, be time, careful though. whose picture you choose because you don't know who people. Yeah, know. but these guys just want cyber sex well, because oh, they're, never, a, gonna, they're a, never gonna meet you. I've had you. a lot of see now the thing is with, with online dating you can't do the I am instant chat room because instant chat room is instant sex room. You do that, you start to get the hey, what are you doing? Hey, are you lonely? Hey, you are you know, are you looking for some fun? And I so I like to play with them. I say, fun exclamation marks. What do you mean? And then they try to get cute and they're like, Well, you know, do you wanna like you know, I don't even know what they say, stupid crap. And and you're just like, really? you got to be kidding me. Come on. So you you want me to sit here and play with myself while I talk to you with one hand <laughs> and talk to myself with the other. You know, it's just, that's just, no, 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 that's gross. The world has happening. changed, Deirdre, and men have changed. Get out there and have real sex, please. Stop stop having sex with a computer, with an animated uh, I agree. Or, I mean, stick oh, it in something are. real. <laughs> Seriously, grow it, you know, use the balls that you, that you want to play with online, go out, meet a woman, and actually have real, live human sex. It's so, not that bad. So, like, when you go out, like, like do you have any pick-up up lines that you'd like? Oh, like, oh. so, well, what, do you remember any of the bad ones otherwise um or any good ones are there like anybody in the chat room is there a line that like actually worked for you and like you guys actually yeah. you know somebody gave you the yeah. line what line i said you're gorgeous <laughs> he looked at me he said you're yeah, gorgeous and it worked I mean, look that's, six that's months a, later we're married <laughs> that's a nice line when a guy comes up to you you know they always 
right away their pickup line and actually does work for me is my eyes because I do have nice blue eyes so that's usually their little tactic is they'll come up and they'll say oh has anyone ever told you that you have the most amazing eyes or you know and you're like yeah yeah I've heard that before thank you and if he's cute you're receptive if he's not you know you're polite and you try to just brush it off without being a bitch because you don't want to be that bitch that, I think that girl. we don't curse on the show I think we can't say you can say FM bitch radio not curse. No, 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 I don't, bitch is okay I don't curse I just use the word bitch I think it's <laughs> fun like you know like all the clothes like one of the radio stations here down here I don't even know which one which if it's not W4CY I don't even care but uh, they had like a number that they would give out that you give to guys when you meet them oh yes 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 and it's the you've been rejected hotline yeah, except for they don't know that. So they call no, me, oh, you know, I met but, you Saturday and like you didn't call me back and I loved you so much and how come and all this stuff. But, but it's you've got to be. And then they play it live. You've got to be careful with giving that out because you know what a lot of guys will do? And girls, they'll call you, right? Like we're talking and, you know, I'm trying to brush you off and I give you a number. He'll call it right there in front of you. Number one, they do that to make sure it's really your number. And number two, if it's the rejection hotline. You're mortified. Yeah, but be well, some careful, girls don't care. Be careful, guy's but, not a nut. And he well, that you too, in the head. and also you don't want to be mean like that. Uh-huh. I mean, you really don't. That's that's really. There's ways to dismiss somebody. You don't need to be a bitch about it. All these little pop tarts nowadays. I like to call them pop tarts, and you know who you are. You know, put a pair of pants on, extend the mini skirt five inches, and act like a lady. You know, you can be sexy and be a woman and not be a pop tart. And the pop tarts like that are the girls that give the rejection hotline numbers. Or an easy jump well, is that, what she's that's saying. That's pop tart. I like to call them pop tarts. Easy like, jump. <laughs> In other words, you don't have to look Thank all sleazy. You. Like when we went to the when yeah, we went like, to Joya really? Bruno. Oh please, Joya, oh, Joya. Oh, we, oh, we did this mortifying. on the show. I have to do this. Joya oh, Bruno was appearing at a club, and Jimmy and I went. We were right in the front because that's where she put us. And to our left was, I guess, some other VIP people. And it was this guy. He looked pretty sharp. Looked like a, you know, a Brooklyn mafiosa type. And with them was this tomato. And she had on a mini skirt that really went just below mini. the... Like many, many. Right, went below the last pubic hair. I mean, it barely covered the last pubic hair. And suddenly he got his finger, two fingers, and he swiped her vagina and then put his fingers up to his nose. And Jimmy and I just sat there and I thought to myself, this is the most horrific, vulgar thing and the greatest put down to women that a man can do. And you were I mean, cracking up laughing. And if a man doesn't shower. <laughs> How could you not laugh? Hang on, guys. If a man doesn't shower, he smells just like a woman. We are equal in this world. So, guys, get over that thing about if you can beat the smell, you, you know, whatever. <laughs> Well, even that, I think he was just do, that was like was foreplay a or something. He was but a that's pig. fine Piggy. in a relationship a behind closed doors. Pig, 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 but, right. pig. And if you're going to do it in public, okay, that's fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he was a pig. Be discreet about it. I'm all about you know a little bit pig. of touching and feeling in public. I'm all about PDA, but just be a lady about it and be really discreet. It can be he kind was of hot a and sexy. pig. Any man that could do okay. that in public well, got... is disgusting. Okay, I want to hear. I want to hear. I, I, I met hear. this guy from Boston because all my friends out there know that I love Boston. I'm a huge Red Sox Patriots. Celtics and Bruins fan. Woohoo! So I really wanted to date a guy, yet another guy from Boston. So I go, I'm living in LA and I'm on, I don't know, either match.com or one of them. And I see this really hot guy online. He seems really, really nice. He's got the great profile. We have a lot in common. We're emailing, we talk on the phone. So we go and we meet um, at North End Pizza. So I thought, oh, okay, that's great. He said, um, you bring the beer, I'll buy the pizza. I thought, okay, all right, well, you know, I guess that's how they do it nowadays. So we go there, we're having some beers, we're having some pizza, the conversation's great, I'm really liking this guy, and then he drops the bomb. I, my mistake to have worn, um, you know, thong-like 
like high heels, you know, high heels that open are strappy, toes. open toed. There you go. And I had a pedicure and I catch him staring at my feet and I'm oh. thinking, oh shit, you're going to be kidding me. Oh God. Sorry. And he keeps staring <laughs> at my feet, staring at my feet. So then he drops the bomb of, you have really beautiful feet. Oh, and I knew where it was going from there. I thought to myself, oh, Jesus, I have beautiful feet. Now, tell me what you want to do with them next now. And he's like, oh, man, what I, I would love to suck your toes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. So I just kind of sat there mortified trying to, like, smile. Because that's not my thing. I'm not You should have told him he had athlete's foot. And no, I mean, if anybody, if anybody likes the toe-sucking thing, more power to you, right, right. on. Toe it's just fetish. not my personal thing. So I was kind of like, oh, that 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 just that, just. and then that's all he could talk about, which really annoyed me. Like I would try to divert, you know, the conversation, and it kept going back to how he wanted to lick and suck my toes, and I was stuck. Now I have to say something <sighs> about my daughter because my daughter said men don't go up to her. I think no, that, they don't. I think that's a little bit of a modest no, exaggeration. No, it's not. I, ask my friend. <clears throat> Excuse oh, me. Where's Nicholas my when daughter, I need him? my daughter has dated a few very, very. Uh, interesting actors in her day from Hollywood who most girls would kill for. She didn't like them because some were involved with drugs, some were narcissistic, and others were just selfish and horrible, as we all in the show business are. Yes, but, you guys um, are. <laughs> yeah. But my daughter, when she was 16 years old, and we were living in Oyster Bay Cove, Long Island, had a date with a young man who came to the house in a beautiful brand new BMW. Oh, the Guido. He was terrific. He was an Italian boy. He was polite. He was lovely. He took my daughter out on a date. Six minutes later, my daughter's back at the house. I said, Deirdre, what happened? She said, Daddy, he had on so much Paco Rabanne, I could throw up in the car. I said, bring me <laughs> home. I can't stand the smell of your perfume. Okay? So now she goes out with another guy from Oyster Bay Cove who was very good looking. And he had a brand another new... Guido. I dated Guido. He had a brand new Jaguar. School. Brand new Jaguar. And she comes back 10 minutes after the date. Again, Strong Island. I said, Deirdre, what happened? She said, well, we parked at the at the fish restaurant. And somebody opened... the story? It's my, oh, that, my yeah, memory. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Tell. Were you there? <laughs> no, I'm just... You know, fathers always do that. We never let our children talk. Okay, so he was like the epitome of like a Guido. He he had the hot dogger suits on because it was like 1990, 90, 91. So this guy, he parks his car... And this guy comes and he pulls on the spot next to us and he swung his door open and the guy's door like ever so gently tapped this Guido guy's driver's side door. Well, he went ape, got out of the car, started screaming at him, punching his window, saying he's going to effing kick his his effing ass and like just went, I mean, telling him like Guido style, like get the fuck out of the car you son of a dude you know total like guido <laughs> and i sat in the car and i said take me home right now and he's like why why did that upset you i said you know i got one home just like you i said the last thing i need <laughs> is more of this meaning I me said, goodbye was... meaning my father because my father's notorious for that he is notorious for punching people out that's and not true in my youth in I your do. youth you used not to be anymore. like that daddy used to be now, very much now, like now that i'm 50 years old to me i'm gonna knock you fucking head no, off no now right? that, well because i was from brooklyn yeah but now that i'm 50 years old i Crap. And I was like, oh. I've mellowed at 50. But, you know, dating is very difficult. I <clears> dated <throat> a lot of people. I was with the fella for, for a long time, my ex-boyfriend, and um, I had a really hard time. For three years, 
stop, stop, yeah, stop, we stop. We don't want to hear it. For three years, I was carrying a torch for him, and I really didn't like anybody I dated until, of course, I met Jimmy, who was a raving lunatic. I'm walking in the mall, and he said to me, you're gorgeous, and he's trying to pick me up. I said, get lost before I knock your teeth in. And he kept following me around the mall in every store I went to. And then finally, however we hooked up as friends, I really started to like him when we did the Halloween thing, the, the haunted house. So it sort of, I, I didn't look for Jimmy, and I didn't find him online. Nature or somebody, whoever the divine providence, whoever, brought us together. And it's a beautiful union because we are truly hap happy together. We fight on this show all the time because we're two <laughs> professionals. You know, I'm, a, I'm TV and he's radio, and he thinks I think I'm a big shot because I'm TV and he's only radio, <laughs> and he thinks I put radio down. Well, television, Time Warner Network, you know, it's nothing to be – that's not crap. I'm just going to let him talk. Uh, yeah. anyway. Meanwhile, I want my friend Nicholas Bordelon to call in and let's talk about, because nobody believes me, Nick has been there when we've gone out, and the guys don't come up to me. Deirdre, hey, Nick, call six, us. Does he have the number? Um, oh, no. Let's give it to Wait, him. Wait. Let Nick. me explain. Deirdre is six feet tall in her very high heel platform six shoes. She's got a gorgeous body like a model, and she's also been brought up by me not to be a putana. And men sense <laughs> that. Men sense a woman that's not a put out. And guys that look at her say- and Nick, this, remember, you're on live. They say, <laughs> this, chick, this chick is tough. This chick's not an easy make. I am a make. tough girl. This chick is it. not hard up and starving for my you-know-what. This girl you're going to have to take out a lot, spend money on, and no, guys today are cheap. Like that. Guys no, today are cheap. I also wish – I would love to get like an ex-boyfriend of mine online too. <laughs> talk to him. <laughs> hey, Nick, I just put in the chat room the phone number. Uh, the first time I did it, I put too many nines at the end. But uh, give us a call real quick. We only and have a couple And in the meantime, my daughter will explain something to you that you're all waiting for is an ingredient to add uh, for a love spell. I am still waiting for my friend uh, Chris Johnson who is an amazing pagan witch – uh, spiritual man. He works down at um, New Age Books and Things in Oakland, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He also has an amazing company called Which Way to Heal. He sells soaps and candles. Um, Hello I, and welcome to the Jimmy oh. Star Show. Hey, it's Nicholas. Ah, hi, honey. This is, ah, this is hey, my Nicholas. brother from another mother. Hey, Nicholas. How you doing, cutie boy? Hey, you guys. How are you doing? Good, good. You find any guys yet? You in love with anybody? Oh. I am doing good. Yeah. What happened to the guy in L.A. that you were crazy about? Don't. Don't do that, Deirdre no. okay. said. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop in, doing but... this. Which one? <laughs> oh, Which okay. one? The one you picked up at midnight on Sunset. I don't know. Oh, he's not like that. <laughs> Nicholas is not... He's, he's not a tramp, right, Nick? No, he's a Nola boy. Oh, Nick is a good Nick. Nick is the marrying. I live in New Orleans now. Yeah, he's a Nola. Nick Nicholas is the marrying kind. He's about twenty-two he years old. and He's beautiful. He is. How old are you, Nick? Uh, uh, I I'm twenty-five. And you're twenty-five. And, you're, and, he, and looks you're beautiful. Like, he looks like he looks like Matthew McConaughey. He's a beautiful boy. Yes. And he's a very <laughs> talented actor, and he's going to be doing a lot of films mm -hmm. down in, in New Orleans. He just got a new agent. so And he's a Yay, sweetie pie, to too. Yeah. Nicholas is a sweet guy. So yes. let's, let's let, now that we've all done our Hallmark moment, let's talk to <laughs> Nicholas. Let's, oh, tell, us a little, tell, tell Deirdre a little bit about your uh, dating. Or, I don't know, do you, you lead it, yeah, Deirdre? Yeah, I mean, you've witnessed. You, like, guys don't come up to me. I have, like, anti-man on. Well, you're scary sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scary sometimes. Oh Jesus! She's like she. Everybody, everybody notices Deirdre, but 
and, and she's the sweetest, nicest person. And but boy, it's like when she gets going, it's like, oh lord, they think <laughs> she's gonna kick their their ass. <laughs> oh. And she's screaming at the TV at the Red Sox. I mean, <laughs> well, I love my Red Sox. Any good baseball man can appreciate they might a woman. You're like a lesbian. That. Oh, great! Thanks. Well, they think she's a drag queen because she's so tall. <laughs> no, I'm not Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. I think that's funny. So, so like, uh, so you're like, so you can like identify with all this stuff, like then, because you're not at the moment single, or maybe you're not at the moment, but you've gone through it all, just like Deirdre and just like Ron. And uh, oh god, what? Oh god, have we all been like, broken hearted? I was whoring myself out at one time just to get love. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. <laughs> just like Jimmy did. Oh, you and Jimmy have that in common. That's not nice. I sleep with anything that walks. So did Jimmy. So did Jimmy, except for me. Jimmy now has the ball and chain on him. We're getting married in June, you know, legally Hi, in, no, in, New York, in New York. Thank, Thank you, you so much. In New York City, where it's come legal. Up to Pennsylvania and um, Ab- see, absolutely, see we'll we'll take you to the Raven, which is this incredible gay club bar that George Washington had a beer in. I guess he was gay too, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's in New Hope, and everybody hangs there, and everybody's like real butch. They wear plaid shirts and jeans and boots and have beards. They're like woodsmen and nice guys. And I know the minute you walk in, pretty face. They're going to go nuts over you. You may walk out with a husband. I hope so. That way you could be closer to me. Right. As long as he has money. Yes, I know. Me too. I want one with money. First, first one was, no, well, the no almost no first one was love. Wait, wait. <laughs> I do so, forget I was huh. engaged. Since, uh, since we're talking about internet dating, though, like Nicholas, like, have you, are there any internet dating sites that you've used? And what are some of the ones you use so we can let people know? Like, what are like some okay. dating sites? I have never done internet dating. Deirdre, Deirdre and I have had a long conversation about internet dating. I don't do it. It scares the, sh- the hell out of me. Okay. Okay, Cupid or Match.com. Those are the two that I'm on currently. Because I, I would find the, the crazy serial killer that'll slit my throat. That's <laughs> what I'll find. What about me? I, I had a 24-year-old who contacted me on Facebook from oh, uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Oh, that hustler. And he was 26 years old and gorgeous like you can't believe. And he said to Skype him. So I didn't know Skype. I'm not Skyping this guy because, you know. Then he said to me, get naked and Skype me. And I thought, that's clever. Oh, I get naked, Skype him. Then he makes a film of it and blackmails me. First of all, I wouldn't get naked anyway. So I told him, I said, you listen. definitely more, will not I be said, getting naked. I said, <laughs> no, no. I said, listen up, moron. You're like two years old. What the hell do you want with me? Go find somebody your own age and leave me alone. Guess what? He sends me on my thing a picture of himself naked with an erection. So I didn't, I didn't know whether, well, the erection was quite. Was he hot? Oh, it was huge. I mean, this guy so must have. true what they I say about he, those Middle Eastern. known to have that. It looks people. like he was sitting in front of a barber <laughs> pole. But I mean, anyway, I couldn't get rid of him. He was in love with me. He was flying to Florida. And I got scared because he wanted to, you know, be. It was really crazy. And then he Jimmy. Was she hogged you. Hmm? <laughs> well, it was frightening. You know, you have to be very careful with the weirdos you meet or strangers because, you know, they could be. You never know. Kidnappers, killers, murderers. So many women are being kidnapped in South Florida. It's a sin. In Boca, they're grabbing them at the mall and throwing them in vans, raping them, and then throwing them out at the canal. Well, I don't trust people. So, I mean, like Deirdre said earlier about, you know, you never know whose picture you're looking at or anything like that. So I just don't deal with it. I'd rather see them in person. 
Well, when I was a young fellow, we went to a dance, and everybody at the dance met everybody at the dance and dated. And mostly we came from the same neighborhood, so it was safe. Today that we're all over the world, all over the country actually, it's difficult to date. And you know, Deirdre's pretty and sweet and adorable and nice and good-natured. And if anybody out there is interested, I'll give you her phone number. <laughs> don't you, let me screen the I parts. want to, Nicholas, don't you think I should have a grandchild by now? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's time. I mean, Leslie. At from one of them. Leslie, <laughs> Leslie, is, Le, Leslie is now older than I am. <laughs> Leslie, shall I smack him now or shall I smack Leslie him later? Leslie doesn't internet date either. She's saying no. That. Leslie, Leslie's going to be we, Leslie's Madonna. Leslie's going to be a nun. Both of them nice, well yes. respected. I am not. Listen, I want to get married. I want to have a lovely home for my husband. I want to, you know, possibly raise children if I'm able. You know, if I'm still in that that age, I want to inspire my man. I want to do things with my husband. I want to change the world with my husband or my boyfriend. I, you know, communicate. Yes, I want to. I want to do things together with him. I, I'm, I'm not the one to sit home and, and shop and decorate. I love to cook. Absolutely love to cook. I love to clean. I'm a very clean person. So, I mean, I She's provide. She's a good cook. I am. I'm an excellent She's cook. She's an awesome cook. I used to be a personal chef in so, L.A. So, Nicholas, I have a question for you. Have you ever heard the saying? Because Deirdre, I said it in the car today, and Deirdre and Ron <gasps> had never heard it. But you have you ever heard the saying? Don't even go there. It's disgusting. That's not disgusting. Oh, but it's Nicholas vulgar. should know. It's have you common. heard this term before? <laughs> have you ever heard this term before? Suck a golf ball through a hose? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. Okay. A watermelon or something. <laughs> or a watermelon. Who are talented. And I'm sure you've heard that in some sleazy, disgusting bar filled no, with horrible I, days. Chad, have you heard that before? Uh, Chad's heard it. You guys are just virgins. I've all. never heard of sucking a golf ball to a Oh, yeah, right. you like, she could suck a watermelon through a garden. Oh, wait, Ken Pettigrew, suck the chrome off of a bumper. I've heard there that one. <laughs> suck the chrome off of a bumper. There you go. Now, now, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's terrible. You know, in my day, it was love and kisses and how beautiful you are and moonlight becomes you and everything was so pretty. Today, it's, you know, suck the chrome off a bumper. I mean, it's crude. Everybody Uh, today has become trash. And I'm an old-fashioned girl. I'm a naturalist, I guess you could say, when it comes to the sex area. You don't do that till the third date. (laughs) No. And and I was a very strict father. When my girls came home, I used to do eyeball checks. Oh, God. And I checked them for booze, drugs, or whatever. They did nothing drugs I would have killed them I, they were raised to never do drugs and drinking was a no-no because their mother was an alcoholic and it's hereditary so I try to teach my children to be decent respectable women and I brought them up the old fashioned way where you find someone you marry and you work together with your husband to become great people and raise your children that way I raised both my children they actually were raised by myself and Sal George, who has died from pa- pancreatic cancer 11 years ago he was my partner for many, many years, and we were the, the first Mr. Moms to raise children in a time when gay people didn't do that. And my daughter, I'll let her swing with this. You tell them what it was like. It was horrible. No, come on. They, 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 they chained us. No, um, come on. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, for me, for me, it was very normal. Exactly. They beat us. They made us watch gay porn. No, stop. People are going to think that's true. No, I'm kidding. We grew up in a very wholesome, normal. I mean, our home life was just like those of a straight family, except, 
you know, as far as as job descriptions or or roles per se. It's just that there was not a woman there. You know, there was just two men. I mean, cooking, the cleaning, the holidays, the birthday parties. We never saw any sort of sex like like people think, like gay porn. You know, leather daddies. There was none of that in our house. There was no sex at all, um, straight or gay. You know, it 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 was just a very wholesome thing. It was different. It was unorthodox to some. To me, it was very orthodox. You know, but um, but it was clean living. It really was. I mean, I was raised the same way as as you know people with with straight parents, with the raised with the same morals, the same ethics, the same and you know inspirations in life, the same go to college, this mm-hmm. and that. You know, find somebody that lo- that's going to love you. I mean, just totally status quo, normal things. You know? I always said that my house was just like any church. Yeah. I never let people in my house that I would be ashamed of. We had gay friends long term, like Uncle Tommy, who was a gay guy. And he was my best friend since we were 14, and he's Deirdre's godfather. And he was, you know, a visitor to our home. But he was clean-cut, wholesome guy, unfortunately, who had passed away from AIDS, which is a sin. But um, we always had wonderful people in our house. We still do. We had celebrities all their lives. My children were raised with celebrities, famous people. That's why they're easy when they're around them now. Um, Being gay or straight, it doesn't matter. What's, what's important is you get back what you give. And if you love your children and if you're kind to your children and if you show your children right from wrong, they will return that when they're adults and they'll treat you what's right and not wrong. Yeah, I mean, my dad raised me. You know, I was I worked in entertainment. I acted in, well, acting and producing, I did, Movies. you know. I also was a huge activist. You know, I'm not a perfect person. I do have my mistakes and things that in my past, but, you know, you own them. You, you push forward and you become a better person of it. And you don't ever deny it, but it's something that's in the past. But, I mean, I'm a huge activist. I raised a lot of money for the Department of Peace um, with benefits and, and did a, a, a play that that we brought across country and they did a documentary about it. So, I mean, I've got a lot of things that, you know, that I did in life that were great. And I think it's a result of you. I mean, you, you know, well, you instilled thank you. I hope nice so. things in us. Well, and you instilled. And I feel very privileged that I got to uh, become friends with Deirdre. Um, like, I'm so glad. Aww. Even though I got fired from the restaurant that we still met each other at, you know, I find that I got hired so she and I could Exactly. Meet. And I'm privileged to know you and I love you and there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. You're my brother. That's so, that's so, that's a, I love these I love Hallmark moments. I do, I love him. And, he, and here's a he's, gay, a he's gay like, man and like, a straight woman. He's See, like, friends he's like my soulmate. He really yeah. is. I, I, I love him. So, so Nicholas, we want to thank you for calling in. We actually have to move move forward to another thank topic. Thank you. I have to get ready for work. It was so nice to talk to you, Jimmy. I nice love to you. talk to you, Mr. Ron. Hope yeah. See you soon, Deirdre. See you soon, Nicholas. I love you. All right. Love you, Nicholas. Have a good night. See you in Philly. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. So we need to do our Dynapep commercial because we're going to have another caller coming in a minute. We want to make sure we get all our stuff, you guys. Dynapep is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. It's the world's first energy micro shot. It's the best one. It's tinier than a lipstick vial. It gives you uh, 10 hours of energy. It's fabulous. You can go to www.dynapep.com or dial 1-888-DO-DYNAPEP. And and, how are we going to do our commercial this time? Just do it, Jimmy. I'm sugar. I want to do sugar. I love it's doing sugar. Okay, so you're going to do Dynapep at the end. He's going to okay. go no sugar. I'm going to go no carbs. He's going to go no crash, and you go Dynapep. Dynapep. All right, so here we go, everybody. Dynapep, the world's best energy shot. Check it out. It's an awesome product, and it's got... Hey, diabetics, no sugar. No carbs. No crash. Dynapep. There you go, Dynapep.com. <laughs> and I love this stuff. Oh, I drink it, and I fly all over the room. Woo! <laughs> 
That's funny. I keep getting kicked out of the chat room, everybody, so what that's why I keep Ma- going in there. What time is Matthew coming on? He's coming on in like five minutes. Five okay, minutes. good, because I just want to quickly plug a few friends of mine. Um, if anybody in the L.A. area or anywhere in America is looking for a ever-fabulous extremely incredibly talented photographer. My friend Vicki Collard uh, shoots your animal portraits. She's amazing. She's done Scooby and the pictures came out absolutely incredible. She did Jake Gyllenhaal's dog and quite a few other celebrities. She's a celebrity animal photographer. You can find her at www.victoriacollard.com Collard is C-O-L-L-A-R-D Then we've got another photographer if you need that will shoot animals and everything else Dooney Andino. She's incredibly talented. You will love her work. You can find her at www.duni, D-U-N-N-I-E, andino, A-N-D-I-N-O dot com. If you are going to order from Miss Victoria Collard, she is English and fabulous, darling. She's giving you 25% off your, um, your bill if you tell her that the Jimmy Star Show sent you. So I recommend that you do so. There you go. And they'll hear that in England, too. Oh, fabulous. Also, Cheers, mates. I'm going to interrupt you for one second. Chad, we need you to do in your sexy voice, say hello, girls, to everybody in the chat room because they're freaking out. Hello, girls. Doesn't he have a heart? <laughs> now, there's going. All right, go ahead. What's okay, then I also have another fabulously talented author, writer, producer, movie industry. Um, oh, God, he does everything, Kelly Clemenko. Clemenko, uh, you can find him at www.kelliklymenko.com. I'm actually on his the cover of one of his books, which I should have brought with me, but I didn't because it's in storage. And I'm also on two of his posters. So if you go to his website. What is the book about? Uh, the book is about um, love spells and potions. Then I have another uh, fabulously talented woman who does um, Foothill Primitives. She's my ex-boyfriend's mother, Betsy Haird. And you can find her on Etsy or eBay if you go under Foothill Primitives. Her stuff is incredible. It's very like um, old school. It's primitive. So it's that it's that it's all handmade. Um, and she's just got so much talent, and she does so many beautiful things that they make fabulous gifts. That everybody should go to Etsy and go under eBay and find her under Foothill Primitives. She's located in Tennessee. And then go. my last and <laughs> least, well, I have Michelle Regassis. As everybody knows her, she's one of the top chefs on um, Food Network. She won a challenge and then came second runner up. You can find her on Twitter at. M. Ragussis, R-A-G-U-S-S-I-S. Michelle Ragussis, an Tell amazing her to chef. Tell her to Twitter. She did. She tweeted. Okay, good. Yeah, she's and been I'd tweeting. Like she's do, good like that. I'd like to do a shout out. Um, I've dealt with many, many, many um, realtors in my day, and I dislike most of them. But this gal is absolutely incredible. Her name is Donna Tyson, and she's with Addison Wolf in New Hope, Pennsylvania. She is sweet, beautiful, talented at her work. And just the best there is. So if you're a new hope and you need a realtor, Donna Tyson at Addison Wolf. There you go. I, I keep getting kicked out of the chat room, so I'm Aww, trying to get back why? in. But anyway, um, we also want to thank all the uh, uh, all our syndicate affiliates for the Jimmy Star Show. Some of which are actually in the chat room now, but we want to thank uh, WROM Radio in Detroit at WROMRadio.net, <coughs> Jackalope Radio at Jackalope. Radio.com, that's in Kansas City. Slipstream Radio in the UK, it's slip-stream-radio.com with DJ Tripp. And uh, 
Uh, we also want to thank again everybody in the chat room. We're going to have a really fun show. Matthew Modin should be calling in any minute, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And while we're waiting, we're going to take one more like little break. And uh, this is a, another song, uh, a Monarchy Records song, everybody. This is a Valentine's Making Love Baby Ooh, song. We like it's called that. All I Need by Tony Terry. And uh, the song actually is available tomorrow on iTunes to download. It's called All I Need. Here it is. Check it out. I'll be honest, I can't lie, you're all I need in my life. My heart inside never felt so right. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I think of you all the time. Girl, you're always on my mind. When a moment of the day goes by, when I don't wish you were by my side. You came along and eased my pain.
So that's all I need by Tony Terry, you guys. That's a Monarchy Records release. It's actually available tomorrow on iTunes for Valentine's Day. So everybody check it out. Uh, download it. We love it. And now we're going to welcome our next guest. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. How you guys doing? Good. Can you hear now? I hear you perfectly, yeah. Perfect. All right, everybody. Matthew Modine in the house. Woo! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hi, Matthew. I'm hey, so excited Matt. to talk to you. <laughs> I love Happy you. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Same Day. To you. Thank you. So before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with the cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Matthew. Great pleasure to meet you on the telephone. Hope to meet you in person one day. Good <laughs> actor. That'd be wonderful. Good That'd be actor. Wonderful. You're a good actor. Good, good, good. Thank you very much. Then we have a guest co-host today who's actually Ron's daughter, and she was on talking about internet dating for Valentine's Day. Her name's Deirdre Serego. Hi, Matthew. Hi. Good afternoon. <laughs> nice to see you. Then we got the, the, I can't see you. <laughs> no, then we got the he man. can see you. You can't see him. Then you got Hi, the Daddy. man behind the boards, uh, Mr. Chad Murphy. Mr. Modine, welcome to the show. Hi, Chad. And I'm Jimmy Starr, and I want to welcome you to the Jimmy Starr Show. And again, before we get started, you need to uh, give a shout-out, or please give a shout-out to everybody in the uh, chat room, because there's a ton of people, and they're like totally like in love with you. <laughs> He's hot and an incredible actor and activist. Oh, you guys are too kind, too generous. Yeah, you know uh, so it's yeah, just true. say just say hey to everybody in the chat room, and then say a specific hey hey to Sherry because Sherry's been tweeting how she can't wait for you to come on the show. Yeah, she's been she's been tweeting a lot. Hi, Sherry. There you go. We appreciate Hi, everybody. it. Hi, everybody. There you go. So, welcome. I want you to know we're going to talk about like a whole bunch of things, and we're going to talk heavily about your Full Metal Jacket Diary app because I've been listening to it and watching it for the last three days. So I pretty much went through the whole thing. But before awesome. we do that, we watched last night. We just happened to turn on the television, and like we mm-hmm. watched Married to the Mob. Mm-hmm. Yes, it just popped up, and there you are, as young as could be. And that film really is hysterical. Mercedes Rule totally was insane in that film. I want to ask you a question. Were you in any of her scenes when she, at the very end when she's saying, uh, Tony, I'm going to kill you. You know, Were you there? Because how could you keep a straight face in film with that woman acting so hysterically funny? Yeah, I was there off camera watching Mercedes, Mercedes work, and she's so talented, as was everybody in the film, you know, Dean Stockwell and Melanie, Melanie, or excuse me, Melanie, I'm thinking of... Uh, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Michelle yeah, I'm thinking of Melanie Griffith from Pacific Heights. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, Michelle was just a, was a pleasure to work with, and, and uh, Jonathan Demme is such a talented filmmaker, and, um, you know... We, it's it's always it's always wonderful when you have an opportunity to work with such talented people. It brings right. out your best. Yeah, I've done films, and sometimes somebody does a mistake, and we laugh, and then we can't really get it back, and they keep doing take after take, and we keep breaking up because we think of what the person did wrong. Now, working with Mercedes Rule had to be really hard because, I mean, the dialogue, the script was fabulous. That movie holds up very well, and Jimmy and I watched it last night as if for the first time. We'd seen it before, and it was really good. What I want to ask you also is when you jumped out of the bus – that was you. And when you jumped off the bus onto the car roof, that was you. So you did your yeah. own you did your own stunt work. Was it dangerous and why did the studio allow it? Um you know, if there'd been a producer on the film set, they probably would have would have uh, put the kibosh on it and, and prevented me from doing it. And in fact, uh Dean Stockwell was on the set that day and when he saw what I was doing 
uh, he he threw a fit and he started screaming and yelling at the director and he he was very unhappy that uh, that I was putting myself at such risk because we, we we weren't even controlling the traffic in New York City it was up by uh, Columbus Circle where we were filming at and you know the bus driver might have had to slam on the brakes because a New York pedestrian might have jumped out in front of the in front of the car the way that they jaywalk in New York City and uh, it, it all could have gone really south you know so and but it was but high it risk. and 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 i love doing it i mean i love doing all that crazy stuff and uh you know so i was very happy that jonathan allowed me to do it it certainly added to the film and i loved it I want to. I want to just shout to, to jump in here a little bit because I want to talk about some of the current things that you got going on. But actually, the reason I I am a fan of yours and like I'm like a movie junkie. I like have you can ask Ron. I have like thousands and thousands of DVDs. But like I'm a huge Vision Quest and Gross Anatomy. Oh, yes. Gross Anatomy and Vision Quest are like the movies I watch them every year. You know. Uh, religiously, just because they're so great, you know. There's bands dedicated to Loudon Swain that are called Loudon Swain. I was going to have them on the show, uh, like from Vision Quest. It's such an iconic like '80s movie, and like you were such an iconic '80s movie actor. And then Gross Anatomy, which I've seen like 50 times, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's such yes. a great like movie. Like, and so like I, that was the. Re- I mean, I, I know you've done all this like uh, award-winning work and everything, but those are the things that actually made me like a huge Matthew Modine fan, and why. Uh, originally, I thought, oh, it would be fun if we could have Matthew Modine come on the show and see what he's doing. And uh, so I just have to bring it up, and maybe you can just comment a little bit on both of those two movies and what it was like, you know, working on those two, since those are like the greatest movies ever. <laughs> the funny thing about about both Vision Quest and Gross Anatomy is that they have, I mean, I, I don't mind the titles, but they're bad titles. They changed the title of of Vision Quest to Crazy for You because of the success of Madonna's song Crazy yeah. for You. Around the world, and and Vision Quest was a was a big big success, as was Gross Anatomy. <laughs> they changed the title outside of America to A Cut Above, and um, I think that they were just films that had unfortunate titles and, and would have found a greater audience had they had a different title. Um, but that's the way things work. The the wonderful thing about both of the films is that they stand the test of time. Absolutely. That, that, that they, they're not caught in a moment. I mean, while the music and everything is very 80s from Vision Quest, and the idea behind Gross Anatomy is, is something that's universal, you know, that, about ambition and about human compassion and, uh, you know, all of us learning to, to evolve and, and hopefully become more humane, as you hope doctors would be, you know, that they would be people that weren't so interested in, in making money and being businessmen, but rather protecting the art of medicine and, and being healers, people that, that, as the Hippocratic Oath says, to do no harm. Um, in, in the 80s, there was, a, there was a feeling that there was a lot of doctors who, who were maybe compromising that, 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 that desire, you know, and, and becoming businessmen. And, you know, so I think Gross Anatomy is a film with a beautiful message. And, Absolutely. And, and, and great actors again. You know, there's an actor that was in the film, Todd Field, who was a good friend of mine, who's gone on to become a great director. He did it in the bedroom and, and Little Children. Oh, great movie. Little Children, that was mm-hmm. a good movie. 
most of your films, I have to say, a greater majority of films are really great. You mentioned the one with Melanie Griffin. Pacific I love Heights. that film. Pacific Heights. That was Pacific a great Heights, one. where they rent this room yeah. at the yes, San Francisco to this lunatic who nails Crazy the walls psycho. up and they can't get him out yeah, of the, the house. Mm-hmm. Great writing, and you both did a brilliant job on that film because it wasn't an easy film to do to be believable without being over, you know, energetic about it. And I think your your performance as sort of a frightened, laid back kind of concerned husband that doesn't know what to do was really great. Great acting. You are a great actor. And Memphis Bell, that's another Memphis great one. Memphis Bell is that great. Is Loved it. <laughs> you know, and you're with Stanley Kubeck. So, I mean, how do you go wrong in that film, Metal Jacket? I mean, you've really done some fabulous work with some fabulous people. So let's go to that. Since, like, let's talk a little bit about it. So let me do a preface for it. Everybody who's listening, uh, Matthew actually has put together a really cool iPad app. Uh, I don't know if it's only for iPad. I have it on my iPad. It's, a, it's called Full Metal Jacket Diary, and it's basically like a diary of everything going on in Matthew's life while he was actually filming the movie. I mean, it's like a real diary diary, yeah. yep, it's which good, I was too. very impressed with how like it has all your personal – everything personal like mm-hmm. going on with you in your life at the time mm-hmm. of shooting the film. And uh, you can download this app, you guys. I downloaded it on iTunes. It's like uh, – how much is it? It's not, is it $9.99? Uh, Matthew, do you know how much your app is? <laughs> Yeah, $9.99. It's, not, it's $9.99. It's super cool. Um, uh, you download the app and then you can read everything or you can have Matthew read you everything. <laughs> right. That's right. That's <laughs> Which right. is a really I, cool I narrate thing. the app. You, so you narrate you know, the, the app. The, the book, the, the, the diary was made into a, a book, a limited edition book. There's only 20,000 copies of them. They, they, they have a serial number on the back of the book and it's a metal covered book. And I was approached from this young, by this young genius from uh, Apple Computers, who, who suggested that that I I make it into an app. And I didn't really understand what he meant. What do you mean an app? And he said, Well, what, what I'd like to do is take your book and and have you read it. You know, create a narration for the do do vocalizations of the different actors. You know, play characters that are in the film. I'd like to take the the book and create a musical score and sound effects, and I'll take all the photographs that you have in the book and do high-res scans of them and create something that Stanley Kubrick would be proud of. Mm-hmm. And he, he developed this, this extraordinary app that is kind of changing the motion picture industry and how they market films now. That they, they, They're calling my, my app an appumentary. Yeah, and, that was cool. And Congratulations. They, they're looking at, you know, like Steven Spielberg with his film Lincoln, or Transformers, you know, to just give a, a broad sense of the spectrum of people that are that are looking at how to aftermarket films and saying this what a, what a wonderful way to to uh, build an audience for a film to take them behind the scenes and to show them show them aspects of the film that they've never seen before. And this is really behind the scenes. I mean, this is really behind the scenes. There's actual pictures of like personal uh, stuff. Like a lot of personal pictures. There's uh, one of the things I got a big kick out of actually in the app was a, a, an article saying that you got the lead uh, in the film and you, you were going to be playing Joker and that originally they thought Anthony Michael Hall was probably going to like you know, be playing that role who Anthony Michael Hall at that time was like superstar. That's huge. And uh, so like I got a big kick out of that and I also got a, a big kick out of just all the pictures and how personal the whole actual thing is and it's got pictures of all the stars and, and, and I actually watched Full Metal Jacket Diary last night also and uh, and I had kind of like forgotten how many superstar people mm-hmm. there are actually like who are like really big stars now, you know, who who Story were all of. in that movie oh, with yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio is in it, which like 
he was super creepy, you know, and what a great yep. acting job he great did. Great job. Arlie Ermey, who I'm a horror movie fanatic too, mm. and since he's in all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, you know, I like that a lot. And Adam Baldwin, who like also made that movie My Bodyguard, which is like like was a what a great like another great eighties movie. That you guys were watching. And Arliss Howard, too. yeah, we and Arliss Howard. Like everybody film. in the film great is film. has has had a a really great career. And Stanley Kubrick, I mean, he's like one of the greatest like directors ever. You know, like Clockwork Orange, what a great film. Oh, yeah. And so, like, to, to come out with the app like this, to do this for everybody to see it all, and then the fact that you're actually narrating it so everybody gets to hear your voice, I thought it was fabulous. Thank you very much. That's a, a, a great compliment. I, I, wasn't my bodyguard, was that Matt Dillon's screen debut? Yeah, that was Matt Dillon's yep. screen debut. And he was that so is young. A, and and uh, that's such a great movie. I don't know. I'm a, I'm like a, pr- a prodigy of the 80s. Like, I was in high school in the 80s. I freaking, like, loved it, and I... I have every 80s movie. I actually started this radio show to promote, like, all the things I loved as I was, like, growing up. And we've been fortunate that, like, you know, we've had the Go-Go's. Everybody who's been popular in my, like, lifetime, we've been fortunate to, to have them all come on the show. And it's been a super blast. And so I think that – I think the fact that you did this app – and it's an app. I mean, that's, like – it's so technologically, like, advanced, you know. Like, you're right on the cutting edge of everything. Everybody, like, loves it. The reviews for the app are fabulous. We actually – um, have a clip. I actually have two little clips we're going to play for people to get an idea. Um, oh, great! Of what yeah. it actually like sounds like, and I think Ron wants to ask a question. Then we're going to go well, back to that. I, I'm Matt. I, we, when I was in the green room waiting to go on, I looked at your um, documentary. Oh, we're going to go back to that. We're going to go back to that. Can you hold that thought? Well, hold that thought. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, Matt. So we're we'll going to come back, back and talk because we also want to talk about Jesus was a commie because we've all watched it. That's what I'm talking about. That. That's what I watched in the green room. <laughs> Outrageously fabulous. Oh, thank you, Ron. Oh, no, totally. I'm in agreement with every bit of what you said. I could, I've never in my life agreed with anything more than that documentary. We're going to come back yep. and talk about that after we finish talking about the app. So what we're going to do is play. Like this okay. is a, I have two little clips. This is this first one is Chapter 3 at the beginning of it. I think I don't know if this is one where you talk about Ar- Arlie Army's breath or not. I'm not sure. But, <laughs> but it's a funny one. So we're going to play this. And, uh, Chad, you ready? Here we go. Boot camp. Observational Diary. Subject, R. Lee Ermey. Date, January 1986. Location, the barracks at Enfield. Lee Ermey has bad breath. When he gets in your face and yells, it is years of coffee, cigarettes, and tooth decay. If nervousness and tension have an odor, that's in his breath, too. Hats off to Lee. He works tirelessly with Leon to learn his lines. He knows his lines the way Stanley likes. Learn to the point that they become unconscious thought, organic. Learn to the point that they are a surprise even to the person saying them. Learn to the point that there is nothing more appropriate to say but the written line. That takes a lot of work. A real Marine. Hoo-ah. <laughs> I love it. So that's – could, could, you, could, he, that's could you hear that when we did that? Could you hear that? Could, did you get to hear that, Matthew, or no? Chad? Right now, I heard it. Yeah, okay. I, could hear I, the whole okay thing. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you could hear that or not. Like, since you're on the phone, like, I guess. Okay, good. So, I think that's like super cool. I think people actually. I mean, um, besides the fact that the content is so great, anybody who like likes you, just to, like have you like, it's like you're talking to them. They should like just buy the app just for that. Then you must <laughs> you must have heard my off mic comment also that I said to Jimmy. I said, "Gee, he's really nice." <laughs> Oh, I, well, I didn't hear that. Thank you, Ron. Yeah, I, I interviewed great celebrities, you know, the legends, and some of them aren't really so nice. They're tough interviews, but you're a very good interview also. Um, so we have one more. We're going to play one more, and this is this is the actual audio sample, I think, that went out for um, 
Um, just for everybody listening, you can download the app. It's Full Metal. It's FMJ Diary or Full Metal Jacket Diary. You can go to iTunes. It's in the store. And uh, I think this is the sample that they used when you went out, uh, like for Entertainment Weekly and everybody who was doing all the reviews and stuff. Because like this app has gotten phenomenal reviews. Everybody should get it. Everybody should watch the movie again and then see all these behind the scenes things. But we're gonna play this audio sample uh, real quick. This one's a minute and fifty six seconds. So everybody like listen up and 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 he can hear anything that we're saying while we're playing because he's not turning our mics well, down. I have nothing but nice <laughs> things to say about Matthew. Bo- so here we go. Oh, absolutely. All right, here he's we go, one everybody. He's my favorite actors. Here we go, everybody. Here it goes. Observational diary. Subject, playing versus being. Date, October 1985. Location, Becton Gasworks. I walk around and try to find out where everyone is. I go to the temporary production office and am told that Stanley is looking at dailies. I walk back toward trailer land and decide not to. I know what the conversations there will be and would prefer not to participate in a bunch of negative bullshit. I decide to explore the buildings that have been blown up and knocked down. Becton is a big, dead place. It's so creepy. I get away from the buildings and go for a walk in a field of waist-high grass. I'm trying to think about Joker, trying to imagine myself in his shoes. I see Stanley driving by in an army jeep. I think about hiding, lying down in the tall grass, but it's too late. He's turning and driving toward me. Kubrick, what are you doing? Modine, just walking around, thinking. I don't know why, but I'm suddenly emotional. I try my best to hide it from him. Kubrick, thinking about what? Modine, I don't know, I just feel... I don't know, it's stupid. Kubrick, what? Modine, I don't know, I I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I don't know how to play Joker. Kubrick, I don't want you to play anything. I just want you to be yourself. There is an awkward pause. I don't know how to respond to that. How do you play yourself? Kubrick, you want to ride to the set? Modine, no, I'll walk. He drives off and I think about what he said. The important part was his choice of words, how he interpreted my situation. There's a tremendous difference between play and be. Which is so true, actually. Yes, yes. I remember that in acting class. That's right. And you're a great voiceover. Yeah, you do. You have a beautiful speaking voice. Matthew, fabulous voiceover. <laughs> fabulous voiceover. Now I you, want guys, to... you guys are never going to get me off the phone. You guys to give me Seriously. so many compliments. No, well, you know what? You know what? Listen, Ma- Matthew, Matthew, half of the time we have dogs on here that we can't <gasps> say anything. Don't say no, that. That's true. No, I don't it's not care. true. You've got some great no, talent. No, no. I, well. I'm not lying like they lie, Matthew. I'm a very outrageous guy. We have had some people on here that really are maybe one or two that were worthless. And it's nice to have somebody on that We've really... We've been on for three years, though, so like, wait, it's not like it's all the time. Some, <laughs> listen, a, a guy like you takes it seriously. You are not only a great actor, but you are a person who wants to change the world. It's an amazing actor. And that, to me, is more important than your acting ability. I saw uh, Jesus, your, your documentary... Jesus is a comic. Jesus is a comic. Was a comic. Was a comic. And it's brilliant. And I suggest that everybody see it because you will learn from it. You're a man that wants to change the planet, and I'm right alongside of you. Thank you, Ron. I mean that. Yeah, Thanks. it's it's a, it's an important film. I think it's a it's a film that I, I I feel that I've been writing my whole life. You know, and and being blessed to be able to travel around the world and and to meet people from all over the world and different cultures and. 
and 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 find all the similarities between between human beings and and the film is about the environmental problems that we face the political problems that we're that we're living through and and the economic problems that we're that we're living through and and that you know if if we don't work together to solve these problems that we face we're in a, in, in terrible trouble there's just too many people on the planet that we that if we don't learn to cooperate and work together it, it's it's we're just headed toward disaster and i gave the film a purposely provocative title you know jesus jesus was a commie to say that and it's very upsetting for for a lot of people when they when they hear that title and 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 of course they 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 judge the film immediately and it's the people who've been most uh offended by the title that have been most positively impacted from having view, viewed it so if 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 you're offended by the title, I, I really encourage you to to watch the film because um, it, it's not really about Jesus or communism. No. It's about no. it's, it's about not, humanity it's not what you and being humane. Be. It's trying not. to put the kind yeah. in humankind. Yeah. It's not a bashing of Jesus no, or it, or the Bible. It has or nothing to that... do with Jesus being a commie at all. <laughs> what they're saying is is that equality. <laughs> huh? It's his movie. No, I know saying. that. No, I'm telling the no, I'm telling the listening audience. We not Matthew. Where to go. We Matthew knows to go to he did it. To it. I'm telling the people out there that are religious Christians, born agains, and yeah. whatever that it's not a bashing of Jesus Christ. It's all about the, about being people together and yeah. working together and getting rid of things like you know gay bashing and and prejudice about black and white or anything. It's we're human. We should live together and make the world as beautiful as we can. And yes, not blow, thank you, Ron. Not blow, you're, you're not right. blow I'm each glad you, other you up. You shared that with your listeners. Yeah, we should actually tell people too. If you want to see Jesus was a commie, because there's a website. I loved for it. it. Please go see it, everybody. You can, you I loved it. Go. It's uh, Jesus. The actual website for the film is JesusWasACommieFilm.com, and uh, you can also follow Jesus Was a Commie on Twitter. They're on Twitter at, at Jesus Was a Commie, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a really a phenomenal film. And I want to say, uh, actually, Sherry Emily, who's like. Uh, a big fan of the show and a big fan of yours. She's she's uh, she's actually very religious and she's writing everything in the she's chat chat room totally about how fantastic and what a great 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 film it was. And so like people do need to. I, and I was actually shocked at the title too, which made me interested. So I mm-hmm. think it was also uh, it's a very provocative title to make people actually interested to to look into it and see what it is. So I think that that the title of it actually fits and it's a terrific terrific film. It's winning. It won a bunch of awards. Congratulations. Right. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Matthew. Yeah. Thank you. And. Uh, Everybody should check it out and go to JesusWasAComiFilm.com and definitely follow him on Twitter. And I want to go back to the Full Metal Jacket Diary, too, and tell everybody there's an actual website to find out more about uh, the Full Metal Jacket Diary app. You can go to www.FullMetalJacketDiary.com and um, and check it out. And then everybody should download it. It's 10 bucks. It's Matthew Modine talking to you. It's fabulous. It's got the most phenomenal pictures and behind-the-scenes pictures of things you would have never been yeah. able to see during the filming uh, during the filming of the actual movie, it's a Stanley Kubrick film, which I mean, he's like the greatest director ever. Greatest. So everybody should definitely like check it out. Um, also, you got a new movie coming out called Jobs, Jobs. about about yes. Apple, mm-hmm. about Apple computers. Yeah, yeah. can't Steve wait Jobs. to see that one. And when, John you know, Scully, does that one have an actual date of when it's coming out? I think it's sometime this this uh, this spring, maybe late spring. Okay, I know I actually saw yeah. some previews, so everybody can right. check it out on online. You can on YouTube and stuff. There's actual previews for it. Ashton Kutcher starring in it yep. also, and uh, congratulations on that. I and think I that's smell like an Academy Award nomination for that role. It's <laughs> got to be because Jobs is such a fascinating character, and with Matthew's talent, it's going to be a hit. Oh. 
There you go. Yeah, for sure, for I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. it I know that uh, the, the film Jobs closed the, uh, the Sundance Film Festival. I wasn't able to go, but uh, the, the, the public reaction that I've had and people that have been tweeting me uh, that, that saw the film at Sundance have, have it, it's been very, very positive. That, that people really think that Ashton Kutcher did a good job as Steve Jobs. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. And you play John that, Scully. That Jimmy, yeah, if I just mentioned, because you mentioned the, uh, the Full Metal Jacket Twitter, Twitter page and Jesus Was a Commie Twitter page, um, it's, it's just me and, and my producing partner, Adam Rakoff, that really, that really answer all the tweets on, those, on, on both of those sites. So if, if you watch Jesus Was a Commie, you know, uh, please, please send us uh, comments or questions that you have about the film uh, we we love we love uh, feedback from people about about the film, and of course we love people when they share it. Um, and, and Full Metal Jacket Diary, uh, you can contact us on Twitter and, and ask us questions. And um, you know, and, and it's, as I say, it's just me or, or Adam that are going to answer the questions. So um, you know, please please send us your questions. I think that's super cool, and I want to since since you brought that up, I want to give a shout out to Adams and thank him because he actually facilitated this interview. He's a super cool guy, and I appreciate all that he went through to set this whole thing up with us and having you on the show. And he was just fabulous, so we want to give him a shout out. Go ahead, Ron yeah. wants to yeah. say something. Brett Matthew, I want to ask you something <laughs> off the record of what we're doing now because I'm the off the record guy, and I don't mean to put you in a spot, but I will. <laughs> Now, Uh-oh. please, if you're kind, answer this question because I think we think alike. What are your views on gay marriage, and should it be the whole United States is approving gay marriage? Uh oh. Uh oh. I, I, I don't even think it should be a, a question. I mean, it's as, it's as silly as uh, you know the the, the 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 horrible pain and suffering that suffragettes had to go through to give women the right to vote. Or, or the abolition of slavery. I mean, mm-hmm. anything that suppresses uh, uh, human uh, liberties. I mean, especially you know, in a country that prides itself on its liberty mm-hmm. uh, and 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 freedom of speech and 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 freedom of expression. Uh, how could you? How, how is marriage not a freedom of expression? Now I know, you know I truly and love rights. you. Everybody's now I really love you, rights. Matthew. I really love you. And I'm going to vote for you at the Academy Award when you're nominated next year <laughs> for, for, your, for your role in, in, in uh, what's his name? I want, I want to also give a John, shout out. Uh, like, John, uh, John, John Scully. I'm, I'm making an assumption that Ruby is your daughter. Um, she is my daughter. Okay, She's so my, my, my baby girl, yeah. Your, your baby girl. Everybody needs my to – and do you know the link to go – Ruby Matthew's got a daughter named Ruby Modine. She's also on Twitter. She's a singer. She's a phenomenal, phenomenal singer. She does a cover of a Rolling Stones song. It's phenomenal, which I guess you directed the video. Uh-huh. And uh, everybody should check out Ruby Modine. Uh, just Google – you can probably just YouTube Google Ruby Modine and, yeah. uh, and watch it. She's going to be a talent to look for in the f- near future. She's super fabulous. She's gorgeous. She's absolutely beautiful. You have great genes in your family. And, uh, <laughs> and she really is a talented singer, and I think that she's going to have a really fun career if she chooses to do so. And, she's, and if you do follow her on Twitter at Ruby Modine – um, she's releasing a song for, for uh, Valentine's Day tomorrow called Aww. Red Sunset. And it's, a song, it's an original song. It's a beautiful song that she wrote uh, about uh, heartache and, and, and breaking up with, uh, with, you know, I mean, ironically that she's doing it on, on Valentine's Day. But um, I, I suspect that there's a lot of people that, that uh, 
know what it's like to have a broken heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yeah, I do. Also, uh, <laughs> sure also like I'm going to give you I'm going to give a plug on the air too, but we are sponsored by Specter Records, which is like the largest indie record label in the world and when she's got like material all ready to go, like we definitely want an opportunity to talk with you and her yes. about distributing and getting the stuff out to the masses. Oh, great. I, We've I, already I, talked about your show, so she she's looking forward to having the yeah, opportunity to come on, on and yeah, share her music with your us. audience. Yeah, we're going to have her come and then on. We'll I think play her she's song, fabulous. Definitely. And have her sing, too. And it's beautiful. It's fabulous. It's terrific. She can sing. We don't on have, it. We don't, we'll no, just she can do it. acapella. She can do a uh, couple. She probably could because yeah. she sings phenomenal. Or, and uh, you know, what a great thing! It'll be something just new. Just do a couple of you know. We're in PA. <laughs> she could de- she could definitely sing acapella. I mean, yeah. it's one of the no, things that we we and the producers who've been working with her love about her is that she's not someone who needs auto tuning. Mm. You know, there's so Thank many God. young singers today right. that mm-hmm. don't. You know, yeah, we don't like those they, ones. We don't. Yeah. Like, we don't like. Matt, we Matthew, like when they can really sing. Are you yeah. in, Are you in L.A. now or New York? Where are you out? Venice. Uh, I, New York is our home, but uh, I'm in Los Angeles right now. Oh, because if you are in New York and your daughter's in New York, then she can come on our show. Oh, she's oh. on her way right now. She's she's at the airport flying back to New York City this moment. This oh, okay, as good. As we then we could bring her on our show. We're going to start broadcasting out of, out of out New of, Hope, Pennsylvania right. soon. Which is pretty close to the city. Right. There's a, a <laughs> lot of, you know, Lainey Kazan's coming down. All my New York friends are coming on to welcome us to New York City. And it's going to be so exciting because I'm a New Yorker and I can't wait to get back home to where it's civilized. There you, <laughs> yeah, go. There you go. Also, uh, uh, could I ask a favor? I would like – we're syndicated in Detroit. Actually, we're syndicated all over the place, but the people in Detroit are f- super excited that we have this interview. And I was wondering if I could get you to do like a sound check for us that says you're listening to the Jimmy Star Show on WROM Radio Detroit. What, what was the, the – the, the, what do you call those w, initials? WROM Radio in Detroit. Yeah. W-O-R-M Detroit. W-R-O-M. 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 W- um, okay. Hey, this is Matthew Modine. How you doing, W-R-O-M in Detroit? Lots of love from Los Angeles. Good. And say you're listening Woo! to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> oh, you want to? <laughs> hey, this is Matthew Modine, and you're listening to W-R-O-M, the Jimmy Star Show there from you Detroit. Go. There hey, you go. Peace. Thank you. Matthew, Matthew, <laughs> another one of my off-the-record questions, and tell the truth. We only got if, one minute, If too, you're not so. telling wow. the truth, we'll know. When you were kissing Michelle Pfeiffer, did you get a little tingle a little bit anywhere? Or a little tongue? <laughs> I mean, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer is gorgeous. You didn't get any tingles? <laughs> He was married. You know, we never kiss and tell. We never oh, you never kiss and tell. Is she as gorgeous? Yes. I've never, I've never met Michelle. Is she as gorgeous in person as she was on film? Absolutely, She's absolutely. Breath- breathtakingly beautiful. That's yeah. it, you guys. We got to go, Matthew. Hey. We want to thank you so much, everybody. Download the FMJ Diary app. We want to thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We really appreciate it. You're a true talent, and we'll support you in any way we can. So, anytime you've got anything you want to promote, let us know. And you're like okay. a real buddy. If- Matt. If there was any questions that didn't get asked that you want to ask me, just hit me at Matthew Modine doc, or at Matthew Modine on Twitter. Just there you ask go. me. We'll do hit it, me and I'll, we'll answer the questions. Perfect, Jimmy. Matt. Thank, Thank you, Matthew. Have, have a great you. day, Matt. You're incredible. Love bye you. Bye, bye. now. Ciao, ciao, Bella. Thank you so much. Awesome. Bye. Uh-huh, bye, bye. Bye. Was that so the coolest looking? thing ever? He's, so he He's a doll. So, he is fabulous. He really is. He's like you know, on my favorite list. I wasn't expecting anything less, though. I, I must tell no. you, after reading about what he does, as far as his his activism, as far as who he is as a human, and also his his work. But what fascinates me is most actors off screen. 
script is stupid. This man is an intelligent man. Oh, he's man, extremely intelligent. And he's very well God. spoken. Very and All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the Jimmy Star Show. Yay. Hope you enjoyed oh, wait, the I show. I just have one more shout oh, one out. More shout out. Hurry up, you got Everybody's got to go to www.thespicealliance.com for amazing herbs and spices from my friend Lori. There you go, everybody. There you Thanks go. for tuning in, everybody. Bye-bye. See you next week, guys. Bye, everybody. Woo! Thank you for Bye. listening. Love you. you are